Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. I'm Nicole Basio. I'm a stuffed up nose. (laughs) (laughs) I am but a nose with no name. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. And this is. I'm mad as a fry. That's why I actually am. I won't lie. And and this is. Lower your volume. (laughs) Um, We are a literary podcast where we chat about books. I talk way too loudly. So this morning, I hiccuped so aggressively that I threw up. I Um, hate that for you. Okay, so so here's what happened. Here's what happened. This is about to get TMI so fast. So I think I've talked about them on here before. I get, like, really bad hiccups. Plus, I have just, I mean, the worst gag reflex. You like, do. It's kind of impressive, actually. I'm really surprised. I, I don't think mine's that bad. I mean, like, there are certain boring. things that make me, you know, well, gag, it's but like, not like that. It's partially just a sensitive thing, but then it's also <laughs> trauma related. Um, and then, uh, so today, usually, like, if I get the hiccups, I grab water, like, really quick. Sure. And today. So you um, can help your diaphragm basically yes, like, stop quickly, doing hiccups. Like, I mean, and that's, I mean, I literally will always have a water bottle on me. I like have to have a water bottle in case I, if I go to a place and get like fast food and then get a soda, I, I like can't drink it until I get home unless I have water. Oh my God. Me. I didn't even realize you'd totally do that. Yeah. I didn't even realize. You guys, I'm with Madison not not often enough, apparently, well, like, but, um, but enough we, that we I do, would know that. We do like a Thursday McDonald's. <laughs> You mean you mean midnight? <laughs> Anytime doesn't matter when. Yeah, it's specifically midnight. when you come into town on Thursdays, a lot of times we'll be like, "Did you eat?" And you're like, "No, did yeah. you eat?" And I'm like, "No." Or we'll be like, no. "Yeah, I ate," but it was at like six, and now it's like ten o'clock. Do you want to go? Yeah, <laughs> without fail. And this is why we're plus size. Yeah. Um, but um, so usually I always have like water on me because also I just I'm I'm a thirsty bitch. I basically we talked about chapstick before. Yes. I like to be hydrated just in general. I love water. I literally, I consider it like technically my favorite drink. I I love having like low, I can't have my hands be dry. I can't have my throat be dry. I can't have my lips be dry. It's, I just, no, or my face. Oh my God. Um, Basically for TLDR. um, TLDR. TLDR. Too long, don't listen. Um, (laughs) Too long, didn't go to the Patreon. Got it. I was, I was in a situation where I couldn't go get water and I had to finish what I was doing and I hiccuped so aggressively that I threw up this morning. Oh which my was God. just so much. Well, we should talk about the fact that um, both of us were sick this week. Yeah, um, that's why I sound like this. It's, uh, I've actually started, yesterday was the first day I finally started to get better, which is fantastic mm-hmm. and today I feel even better. Um, but I think, I, I know you had some issues with sour cream, which is a totally different thing but i started getting sick i think because of the, my allergies like the weather just 
you know, came in with like a, hey, we're going to start doing like 60 and 50 degrees, even yeah, though it was God, like 20 the week today. before. I know I'm going to the Detroit Zoo after oh, um, we're done recording. Uh, I know my mom's got a membership, so we go every oh, now and then. Um, I'm already wearing my uh, my sneakers. Perfect. <laughs> You're ready to go. I, I got my hair and my little French braid so I can power walk the goddamn zoo. And I'm excited. It. I love going to the zoo. Yeah. Anyway, but you're sick. Yeah. I, I was just, sick. I'm existing like this. This is my new state of being. Every time I'm like, will I ever know a clear nose again? No. The, Question. The, the nose bothers me more than the sore throat. <laughs> like, I get it. I agree. Because if I can't breathe and I have to mouth breathe, first or, of all. Well, and also, <laughs> like, okay, term trigger winning, the phlegm. Like, yeah. Going back in my throat with the gag yeah. reflex is just The post-nasal drip. <gasps> It's the post-nasal drip that kills me. And I know it's funny because I literally looked up, um, of course, with COVID having similar symptoms, I uh, panic immediately and I got tested and it wasn't COVID, Mm -hmm. thank God. Um, But like, I look up shit about sinus infections, right? And they talk about the post-nasal drip and I laugh every time because in my head, when I was like a freshman or maybe it was senior year, because I was in an all-girls choir, both freshman and senior year, because mm-hmm. you could do multiple yeah. choirs when you were a senior. You had extra time, right? Mm-hmm. One of those years, we had like a medley of like female power ballads, and one of them happened to have the words post-nasal drip in it. So every time I say that, I shit you not, that <laughs> song plays in my what head. What song is that? I'll have to look it up. Hold on. What's I'm sorry. What female power ballad? Has the words a post-nasal drip in it. Hold on. A crime against women everywhere, honestly. A crime against me specifically. Well, you're looking that up. I will let the people know that I started rereading Serpent and Dove yesterday. I saw that you started doing that. And I'm literally... Do you want to know where I am left off right now? Sure. She just said, this is how you touch a woman. So oh, in the throat. Wow, you went oh, real I went really, far. I went really hard yesterday in wow. my like, free time. Mm-hmm. Wow, hold on. Because yeah, um, yesterday was my dad's birthday. Um, I listened to some of it too. So I was able to like while I was running errands listen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that book claps for so hard. I mean, honestly, so... This is just as I know on the Blissfully Bookish like bio thing for when I had first like sent in all my little stuff. I had said that one of my favorite book series, because only the first two out were from Blood Nash. We're not going to talk about that today. Um, that's going to come on another day. Yeah, that's going to come on another day once we read it and actually have informed opinions about it. Um, yep. But I had said that, but, like, it's not my favorite, it's not one of my favorite series anymore. Like, after The Crown of Gilded Bones, like, believe, you know, like what you want about it, it's just not one of my favorite series anymore. Um, and, uh, so I, I, <laughs> on our Zoom call, I go, hey, how easy is it for you to change my, uh, <laughs> my bio? Because I've been regretting that for about a year. <laughs> Um, yeah, straight, because right after you got the job, the, we, the, the Bones came out and I read it right. and I was like, <laughs> and I was like mm, you guys know our opinions on that one. I You'll did, get our I opinions. It, but I changed it to Serpent and Dove. And that's so a then good, I went that's a and good like, thing. listened to it again to be like, do I agree with this? And I was like, shit, this book is fire. It is literally no, that book is fire. ever. It's, it's, it's ever. Like, it's a, it is a perfect enemies to lovers. It is a true enemies to lovers. I agree. Like, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So a couple nights ago, yeah. I was talking about, I was telling about 
um, Laura Olympus because he showed me Milk and Mocha and Milk and Mocha now has like an animated little thing on YouTube and it's really cute. And so I was telling him about Laura Olympus and I was like, yeah, you know, like Big Blue Daddy and like Ask Paulo, right? And he goes, I'm sorry, Big Blue Daddy. And I go, do you want to see what this cartoon looks like? Like I'm telling you. And he goes, he's like, Nicole, I don't know what to tell you, but I can see what your cartoon character type is. He guessed. He was like, this is this is from, he's like, these are the things that I think you would like, people that I think you would be into based okay. on what you've told me so far. He was like, Maury from Oran High School Host Club. I was like, yes, bro! <gasps> so yes! And for what? And for, first of all, what? First of all, he knows that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to, like, bleep his name, dude. This is... Okay, I'll bleep his name. Okay. We'll bleep his name. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this one day and I'm gonna be like I'm so sorry (laughs) it is so he guessed Maury um he had a couple others I can't remember off the top of my head but regardless I was like talking about him and then I go oh you want to I was talking about Hades and like all the stuff that was happening Mm -hmm. and I go you want to talk about men that kind of look like Maury but are bigger and buffer Riften from under the fucking oak tree and I was like I will I tell you right now I want that man to break me Right. I was like, break my back like a fucking glow stick. Um, oh my god. And then and then I was like, we're not even talking about book boyfriends yet. I said, don't even get me started on that because there's a list. And he goes, how long is the list? I go, too long. And then I told him about Rowan. And well, I was like, do we have any even- book you like, you get a book boyfriend. Exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. every burger, you get a side of fries. Right. True. So yeah. at one point, I was like, I do, I do think I've told you this before. However, if I haven't, the first time I met you, because I was like, you're 6'5". So, like, when I met you, I was, like, I was prepared to basically meet the, what the height of Reed Diggory looks like. Right. Right? And I was like, it's kind of startling, because, like, I think I am, like, lose what? Like, 5'6", f- right? She's, like, 5'6"-ish. 5'5"-ish. Because she's, exactly. like, a foot shorter than Reed. But regardless, whatever her height is, I'm like, I feel like I'm in that general area of lose height. So I'm telling him about this and he, then we, we stopped talking for whatever reason. And he sends me a message on Snapchat mm-hmm. and he goes, shout out to Sile. And I go, excuse me, excuse me. Is he reading it? I said, what? And he goes, no, wait, we'll get there. I go, excuse me. And he goes, yeah. And like Jean-Luc and I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, are you, what happened? Where did you, what, what's the going way, on? The way, the way. I went, what's going on? And he goes, nothing. I just feel like if I go and read these books now, then I can bother you about it because my goal would basically be, this is, he's such an asshole. He goes, my goal basically be to read the books and then not talk about them with you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Move. I was like, are you kidding me? He goes, you're getting move. I was like, do you, do you like me as a person? And he was like, yes. And I was like, then, then, then why? You insist on corporal punishment. He's like, because it's fun. I'm like, oh, you're an asshole. Oh, you're an asshole. So he apparently went on the Wikipedia page and like read like a bunch of shit. And I go, you don't even know. You don't even know. I'm like, you can't get any of the things about Lou and Reed's relationship from a wiki page. I'm like, you don't even know. You don't even get the best line. No. (laughs) I told him about it. I told him about it. About what? Oh, I just. About crying. Yes. It's, my, it's literally one of my favorite lines in like in like literary history. It's just the italicized crying period. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you so much for your beautiful, beautiful words. It's 
pulls the book up next to her. Yeah. Okay, I found the song, by the way. the one that I got signed at Y'all Fest. Oh my god. My book's... Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's upside down. Oh, good. (laughs) That's shocking news. Good. Um, mine's also. I got my serpent and dove sign too because you yeah, had already gotten the blood, blood and honey, honey ones. The blood and honey one sign, and then we did the special wild the geese. Geese one. Yeah. 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 And so these were the ones that we got signed at Yalta. I have one other gods and monsters copy that's not signed. So maybe if I ever, maybe if I ever, maybe when we go to Yall Fest again and she's there because there's no fucking. She's I gonna hope, be there. I'll cry. Um, if, if, <laughs> well she's right exactly oh my um, god speaking of fucking y'all anything um oh my god so i was planning on going to y'all west uh yes you were and then uh, just for reasons and i wasn't sure like where rona was gonna be and i didn't know who was going because like nicole couldn't come and then yeah it was just a whole bunch of things where i was like oh, i'm not gonna go this you have you have to have a built-in travel partner for something like that just in case well, not all the time but like I also was still yeah. scorned by California a little bit for I my understand. last flight experience. Especially because it would have been like, you know, right around the same time. Not exactly. No, it's not now. exactly. It's definitely two months well, yeah, ago. Yeah, like but, April. But yeah. Yeah. But I, so basically I was like, oh, I'm not going to go. Um, Nicole shows me the other day the lineup. Oh, I'm includes, so sorry. V.E. <laughs> um, Schwab and Maggie Stiefwater. And I'm just like. If they don't come to y'all fest, I'm Madison's gonna, going gonna, to riot. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna scream. I'm, I'm literally gonna, gonna riot. Oh my god! And then, and then I'm like, Godspeed to me because I'm going to be dog sitting in Cincinnati when Book Lovers comes out. God, hope, God I'm like, helping that she's that she's got like some type of thing going on around there, so you could just drive it's, and see well, it. It's a, virtu- it's a virtual thing through this one bookstore. But I'm like, if I can go uh, and get me a signed copy. For sure. I mean, I'm sure she does a few where she can sign, where she signs places. Like every author seems to do that. I would, I would lose my, I would lose my ever loving mind. Real quick, before yeah. we continue with stuff, um, I did figure out what the song is. It's Adelaide's Lament from Guys and Dolls. Oh, that makes more yeah. sense. Why? Yeah. Because I was like, what pop song has that in it? Oh no no no! It was like oh. musical theater. It's musical oh, okay. theater that women and like musical theater. Right. Um, Avita was in it. Um, what the fuck? What the fuck else was in it? There was a few things, but it was like older. It was older medley stuff. It was older medley songs. Um, uh, I can't remember what else was in it, but uh, I just thought it was such a funny thing about the post nasal drip because that song always plays plays my head. Um, any whoozle. Lots of things have happened, by the way, on TikTok, and we we have um. Just in general, in general, I feel like this is a good blanket statement for this podcast. We like to talk. We like to talk a lot of shit. We like to talk a lot of stuff. We talk shit. We talk drama. We, we talk drama. Yeah, because like, even, and, even and we're opinionated. Like, very, very. We were talking about this last night, where I'm like, very rarely are there books that we like actually rag on with no right. fault. Right. Like, I think the only one I've ever really done that with was Crave. Correct. But even and, then, I think I finished the episode saying this is for somebody. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and here's the deal. Here's the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I'm getting. I know Madison is too. We're getting real tired of people yelling at other people for their opinions. And the thing is, is on this podcast, yes, we're like, dude, how can you? Whatever, you know, we've said You're things. You're choosing to listen to us, right? You've, we've said <laughs> things. However, please know that none of this means that we think your opinion is invalid or no. think that you have a bad opinion. Even if we've said even that's a bad an, opinion. Even if you're an illyrial. 
I be still my heart. <laughs> the only reason we talk about it on here is because this is our podcast. Right. We're, exactly. We're, and we happen to be Gwyn Real stands. And also I think most people right. who listen to us are Gwyn Real stands. Right. But also like I think about on TikTok all the time about the people who like go in and then like comment on like pro Nesta stuff or like Yeah. And, and then and then they're like commenting on like Gwyn stuff, like anti Gwyn shit. And I'm yeah, just it's like, like I'm just like, why I, do you need to ruin other right. people's joy? Right. And the reason why we're mentioning this, this is like, because we've seen, it's not we've seen people getting like bad reviews. We've seen lots of things happening where basically they're just saying like, you're not a good podcast or you're not a good whatever, an Reviewer, author, blah, 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 anything. whatever thing because of your opinion. That's mm-hmm. that's not how we should handle the world of bookish life. Like that's yeah. not fair. Like mm-hmm. if somebody says something like, okay. If somebody says something that is blatantly bad, so like a, a great example, Emily. The- I was gonna say Emily A. Duncan with yeah. all the shit that came out say, about the books, the, like I, phobic, like yes, phobic, anything phobic, phobic, like racist. The, of course, of course, yeah, those are the things that you should be like. You should be criticizing. Criticizing somebody else's opinion is such a bad line. It is such a bad move. on your part it is such a bad move on the part of the community that allows this to happen um yes madison and i love drama and we love talking about it we are sorority girls after all right and no (laughs) part of us ever wants to offend or upset anybody but if our opinion bothers you feel free to email us about it i would rather you email us i forgot the last time we recorded but a couple episodes ago, we talked about the thing going oh, on yes. in Syria and Israel, and we had a listener respond to us and kind of give us more information about that. So, like, yes. I don't exactly remember what we said, but I, I would recommend going and reading articles about that because she, you know, just wanted to come in and be like, hey, I know you, like, said you were, like, super informed about this, but, like, you know, I just want to, like, give you some backstory. And it shed light on the information there. It's like, I want, and I want to know that sort of stuff. Like, I, if people yeah. have, like, the information and they feel comfortable sharing with us. Yeah. Like, and the same goes for your opinion. We have an email. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram. We have open lines of communication yeah. for you to tell us that your opinion. And we won't, if you were to email us and be like, I think that you're, what you said was wrong, blah, 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 blah. We're not going to email you back and be like, you're wrong. We're going to be like, yeah. awesome. We love that you read this book. Yeah. Like, we would never, like, whatever. Please feel free mm-hmm. to, like, message us. But what we don't want to see people do is then go to things like our our Instagram account, our podcast account, our um, well, Apple podcast, and, like, like, start giving us bad ratings like, and I things. Because that's just not fair. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like when people leave reviews for books that they haven't read yet yes because based yes off of, like other people's opinions and whatnot that kind of yes it's the same sort of thing where I, not not like not the same but this like, is the reason why we're not even talking about the stuff that happened with jla because madison mm-hmm. and i haven't read the book i've read no. parts of it but we I haven't read the haven't book read yet any of it yet well and we haven't so, even read a site and i would like exactly to read that first like exactly so we can't we're not gonna we try not to talk about stuff that we haven't read because i think mm-hmm. that it's it's too subjective. We're we're yeah. we're listening to what people on TikTok are saying and then repeating it back to you. That's not very that's, that's not, not very informal or giving our opinion on the yeah. the subject. Anyway, exactly, exactly. That was just my is, piece because yeah. I've seen it a lot, and I just mm-hmm. feel like our space is a space to have fun, and yeah, it's, it's, we're it's, opinionated. It's, I, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, what what the fuck was I gonna tell you about? I don't know. Was don't it something know. that happened this week? I'm trying to think. I don't 
think so. Oh, I have a question. Oh are my we god. Gonna, are we gonna the put heavy the... burden jersey? We've talked about oh. Ghibli shit on here. Yes. Blissfully bookish. Go check that shit out. Yes, yes, yes. And you're looking good. So we had an episode just for everybody. I'm yeah. putting all of that. So yeah. um, we had an episode last week that we recorded, and because we got ill, yeah, um, we didn't did put the episode up. Updated, yeah. And it wasn't an episode with a book in it, so we've it decided a, that we're. It was honestly just us shooting the shit for an right. hour, and, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, was fun. It, it very much. Um, it was very much one of those things where like. It's just a fun episode. Yeah. So it's a good mini-so type of thing. We're going to put that up on our Patreon. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let Madison plug it because Madison like, knows yeah. the Patreon really well. It's, it's the, it's, I mean, I don't know what tier you get video content on. I think it's the first tier. Like. No. Second? Audio content is. Oh, yo, okay. I don't know why. Audio content is. Content. I know. I, I was like, audio content is third <laughs> tier. Uh, or no, sorry. Well. <laughs> Video content is third tier. Audio content is, yeah. I believe, second tier. So I don't you think you get it in the. I just know the blurb at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It's. It's. Oh my god! That is the tiniest little white dog. That is like a true. That's like a Westie. Oh What's a Westie? West Highland Terrier. Are what you the serious? Fuck is that? No. Are yeah. You... Seriously. What the fuck is that? How... I just thought everybody knew what a Westie was. Are you kidding no. me right now? No, I don't know what it is. What does Google it look West like? Highland Terrier. Okay, in one second. I just, I just, I'm, I f- I'm on Patreon right now. Sorry, I just like, I just, <laughs> that's like a very jarring thing that I just learned. What? I just thought, um, DM us if you know what a Westie is. I just thought everybody knew what these dogs were. I just thought that that was like Golden Retrievers, Westies, Schnauzers, like Poodles. Oh, that's what its fucking name is? Yeah, it's called a West Highland Terrier. I... I, this is so bad. I know this dog from that fucking I food like commercial. I slip myself. I don't. That is what. It, oh, the Caesar dog. Yeah, the Caesar dog. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I know it from. I'm not gonna lie to you. I literally was just like, it's called a West. It's called a West Highland Terrier, right? Yeah. No, that's exactly what it I'm, is. I'm literally just saying that to myself just now. I literally almost gaslit myself into being like, no, you're wrong. No, you were right. I just. I. You watch the Westminster Dog Show religiously. I watch or I watch the Purina Dog Show. Okay, you watch one of the dog shows religiously. That's true. So I do know to the plus, point. I also had a book growing up that my neighbor down the street because she had a basset hound. She had a couple basset hounds, but Paisley mm-hmm. was the most recent one that I know of. Um, oh no, Gracie. Um, but she, growing up, I used to just go over there, like knock on the door. This is such a kid thing to do. Just knock on the door, like see if she was home, so I could sit there and pet her dog. And like, and she's this older woman and their house is so cool. It's like, I mean, it's like 1800s-y. It's real. And like, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, you know, the Christmas trees that are like from the 1800s where it's like those really fancy ornaments that just break if you touch them. And then the trees that are just like wire with tinsel around them. Yeah. That's like from that time period. They have one of those trees. It, I mean, their house looks like, like it's, I don't know, it's a really cool house. Anyway, um, people don't need to know that. Uh, but <laughs> I used to go over and pet and just like play with her, like pet her basset hound. And then one day she like knew I like dogs so much that she gave me this book that somebody had given her. It was like one of those thick, like coffee tabled, like discovery type informational books that it just basically had like every dog breed ever. Extinct dog breeds, like. I mean, this was, granted, years ago, so, like, 
there's been ones that have been added, but this, it, that was like a whole thing for me. And I used to just scour that, like look up a dandy Denmont Terrier. That used to be one of my favorite dogs. This dog is fugly. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I love it. <laughs> I was like, I well, it's, trade. it makes it's sense cute in an ugly way. It's, it's origin is Scotland, so it makes sense. Yeah, well, a lot of terriers come from that realm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'm sure cattle, and and yeah, and cattle. Uh, no, not cattle. It's terriers. Well, terriers not are like smaller dogs that are good for like rabbit hunting, like any. Right, sort right, of- right. But like corgis are like smaller, right? But they're used. Yeah. They were cattle dogs. They're cattle sure dogs. They're cattle dogs? positive because they nip positive because they nip at when you're training corgis they nip at your ankles and it's because they were trained to nip at cows ankles to move them specifically are like right like they do like whole stuff that's why jack russell's they're like they're tiny yeah that makes sense yeah yeah and that's why they have so much energy is because they're like after these fast animals yeah it's like a terrier thing terriers just have a ton of energy um anyway i thought the dandy denmont terrier was like the shit and then how did we get on this topic we got on this topic because I said there was a Westie outside. So I distracted uh, and yes. us down a completely different road. Yes, I see. I see. Uh, but that damn, that big book of dogs. Such a- to back. confirm, by the way, um, if you want to listen to the episode that never aired, yes. um, there should be two. We have the Valentine's Day one that needs to eventually go up as well. Um, those will be on Ooh. Patreon. You have to donate um, at our second tier level, yeah. which is $5. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's that for Maybe you. Kaye, I, I felt like there was other stuff that I was. Um, this is why you have to write shit down. I mean, well, I was I was in the middle of hiccuping when I thought yeah. of this other thing, and then my mind was just consumed with the cups. Um, I would in fact try to tell you to recreate that so you could do it, but that's never, really gross. Well, so so we were not going to do that, yeah. right? I rebought the Percy Jackson books the other day. Yeah, uh, thirty five dollars for a set of five books. A, a crime against my bank account, my love of romance and fantasy. Considering that um, fucking House of Sky and Breath cost about that much plus tax. No, literally, yeah. literally, I went to go pick up a River Enchanted afterwards, and I couldn't do it because it was twenty seven. I will get it eventually. I would lo- really like yeah. to read that book, um, but <clears throat> I couldn't pick it up because it was twenty seven ninety nine. I was like, I can't justify right now spending. Five dollars or not five dollars, thirty five dollars on five books, and then spending tr- almost thirty on one book. Like it's just too jarring. What did I? What the fuck did I end up buying though? I bought something else. You told me too. Iron Widow. Oh no, that was a different time. That was a different time. Oh, I bought a League of Gentlewoman Witches. That's what it was. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. We still have to read. The first one. Yeah, but I really wanted that cover. It's just so it's pretty. Cute. It it's is, cute. They're so all pretty. all of her book book covers so far are very pretty. Yeah. Um, but today yeah. I finally read a book. <laughs> yeah, Nicole Nicole read a book. Um Nicole this, read a book. Um she read we read Once Upon a we Broken read. Heart. Um This God, I love this. I loved this. We both have the I love well, yeah. but granted, I also have where the fuck is this? Okay. I also have readily available. Yeah, mine's mine's on. So it's both of them are on here. So this oh, one, when you come off, it's on there that's still. Smart. Thank you. I try my best. Yeah, um, I just, it, I just. This is it doesn't fit. In my bookshelf. 
sometimes it doesn't fit that way. Like some yeah. book covers are not made to fit that way. Um, like the the bookish box covers that come with the Kingdom of the Curse stuff, like the ones yeah. for that, it only fits. It does not fit the extra cover on top, mm -hmm. so you have to just do that cover. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think this I cover that we're talking about that you guys can't fucking see is the Salties art that came the with pre the pre-order. Yeah, yeah, the pre-order. Prize. Um, I will say she she knew what she was doing when she put Jacks on the front one. Um. Also, so the, the goddamn. I know the goddamn looks, magnificent North like garb oh that he's God. wearing. The he fucking like. So, listen, oh okay. <laughs> so if if you remember like way back to like episode like nine, ten, eleven, we did yeah uh, Carnival. Yeah, that I was never really into Jackson. That this no, book I was. <laughs> got me going. This um, this book made me go. I, I love you. Yes, you should. Well, here it's on the. On this one. <laughs> yeah, because they're different. Because the one that's yeah, on this, like, the like special edition. Yeah, the one that's on the special edition for the cover is the Whispering Gazette, and then which I believe was that the bonus thing. Oddities. Yes. Are on the. Was this the Whispering Gazette thing? Um. Was this the thing that was in the bonus for the finale paperback that I bought? I'll have to look. I don't think so. What would this have been from? Was this in the book? I don't know. Because it's from Cutlass Nightlinger. I guess it doesn't mention anybody by name. Maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look at the the yeah. the paperback of finale and I'll let you know. Cool. Alright, so I'm gonna read the dust jacket. <laughs> the dust jacket. Yeah. I'll open my um, I will open my dust jacket so we can read together. Okay. Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. Um, how far would you go for happily ever after? For as long as she can remember, Evangeline Fox has believed in true love and happy endings until she learns that the love of her life will marry another. Desperate to stop the wedding and to heal her wounded heart, Evangeline strikes a deal with the charismatic but wicked Prince of Hearts. In exchange for his help, he asks for three kisses to be given at the time and place of his choosing. But after Evangeline's first promised kiss, she learns that bargaining with an immortal is a dangerous game and that the Prince of Hearts wants far more from her than she pledged. He has plans for Evangeline, plans that will either end in the greatest happily ever after or the most exquisite tragedy um okay this book clapped i, I will say it is definitely in the ya section a hundred percent this is not serpent and dove where it kind Which, of straddles it, it, the line yeah no this is um, like a ya book but it's like a ya book it's in the best way it's like the most divine like I don't remember – I mean, it's been a minute since we read Caraval, but I don't remember Caraval feeling that YA, maybe because it did feel a little bit darker with all the way that, like, death could be around every door. Right. Even maybe, though maybe this had death. pinkness of this book, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yes, because it definitely had a rose okay, tone okay. on so it. I think because this feels more fairy tale, that feels more carnival. No, and that's a fact. fucking freaky. They, we, clowns, yeah. I'm terrified yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, also just circus energy like that doom, 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 yeah, yeah totally yeah. and I agree I think part of it is the fairy tale like, like piece it's, of it's it the, very, like, the white pretty magnificent north the snow the it feels very yeah. pure and innocent in a way and Evangeline as a character definitely is more pure and yeah. innocent whereas Scarlet and Tella our first from, introduction like, to Tella was her tumbling in the sheets with Julian 
not oh, actually, well, but like well yeah and also but like with scarlet like her yeah. her dad was abusive like their dad yeah, was abusive yeah. like there was granted, so much more one that's no that's true that's true um lots yeah. of things that I, I there's a lots of things about this mm. book that was really really great yeah I don't really have too many critiques on it because I did have to look at this from the lens of this is YA. This is straight yeah, up YA yeah. fiction. It's I, not adult. It's not going to so give me I what I like some, want in that regard. I have like, okay, this book really scratched an itch for me when I read it. I okay. it. Yeah, it scratched an itch just like that. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm going to do a review for that fucking Love and Monsters book that I fucking read. And oh yeah. It was like, I'm giving it like three stars because I was like, and I'm just going to, because I'm trying to like review more. That's yeah. like the thing I'm trying to do. Where I'm just gonna say <laughs> the writing's not great, but it definitely scratched an itch. Because Good. because that's that is like the only way to describe it is like you didn't know that you needed that, but like yeah. it, it just kind of like it 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 satisfied in some way. And I I tend to agree with that because this uh, this really book this book was a lot about um getting over getting over yeah, heartbreak. I was gonna say that's a very poignant. It's very poignant. Um. Mm-hmm for me right now i would just like to say i knew so like obviously as you say in the top of every episode spoilers ahead i knew marisol was a bitch I no i did from, too i'm sorry i, I knew was like, i was like listen i said i said that bitch took your man that bitch took your man and is playing you like a fucking fiddle i wasn't 100 nice. sure on her taking the man but i knew for sure she was hiding a lot of she bad was, things and i knew was she a, wasn't a good person oh my god no no, no. Uh, the way the way I wanted to mollywop her with the book when when after Evangeline's like, well, I you know I went to the Prince of Hearts and she's like, you fucking ruined my wedding day and it's like you stole my man. You put a spell Sorry. on him. <laughs> you put a spell. Why, why is it fucking Cassie and Maddie? No, because it is Cassie it's and Maddie. It is Cassie and Maddie. It's just let like- me tell you. <laughs> let me like, tell you. You better be fucking. Joking. Let me tell you the one the one reason I knew that Marisol was bad. And this is something that I've noticed happens a lot in the YA world. Um, Evangeline's insistence that the things that Marisol yes. was doing was shady or was not shady. Like, yeah, it was like, I should trust her. Enough. I was like, that's, that's how I knew. Instantly. Yeah. Instant no. And I feel like a lot of people are probably that way. Nothing in this book really surprised me. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I will say that the ending did not surprise me. I knew something like that was coming. I was um, surprised that he was like still alive. I I am I wasn't surprised that he was alive because I was like why is she so fixated on this love of him? Because she's like yeah. I don't love him but like the potential. I'm like girl. Yeah. He's I, alive. <laughs> I, okay, so I have this I have this theory. Yes. I have to so I, recently I've just been in the fucking mood to reread all the phase, which is why I'm doing Serpent and Dove. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do Coral Prince next. And then yeah. I'm going to do Caraval. Just like those yeah. three are like my like core YA. Which yeah. is like, because like, I don't, Six of Crows does not read YA to me that much. It's not. It's, like, it's <laughs> I'm sorry. YA, but it doesn't read YA. And then the ways we get. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to read Caraval after I read Coral Prince. Because I've just been itching to reread Coral Prince. Yeah. Um, you have been you totally yeah have i have been. for a while for a while and like spring is the right time to read it yeah it like, really that's is the kind of book that i feel like you almost need to read outside it's a really good book to read right around this time of year i mean yeah. that's when i read it the first time was 2019 yeah, and uh like you got the spring March. the blue skies it feels that very like i don't know fairy it feels fairy, fairy. yeah well because i read i read 
Wicked King or Queen of Nothing, I remember. I have a video because Leah was reading Cruel Prince and I was reading Queen of Nothing at the park. Yeah, it was in the summer. It was in the summer because we record. Well, maybe not. Maybe it was in the spring because we had. It was was still when we were doing. Like June-ish. Yeah, but the thing is, is like we had those episodes recorded earlier. (laughs) Oh, that's true. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when we recorded them Um, or read them. But so I have to go back and check this in in legendary legendary and finale yes because basically i'm assuming that if you've read this book you've also read that series i would think uh, listen so if you haven't about spoilers for that yeah if you haven't read the caraval series big time. you're missing out because this also book really set up a this, lot of that or yeah this, yeah th- there was a lot in this book that like i feel like we didn't need explained because we knew it from that series yeah i didn't even realize though it works, that yeah I didn't realize that Lala was going to be. I did they give her a name? Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. They did give her a name in in finale and stuff. No, no, no. I know what she was. I know what fate she was. I don't remember if they gave them. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um. Okay. Let's go to finale. Yeah, I just can't remember if they gave. They have like a thing in the back. They do right. Uh. Glossary of terms. Yes, the greater fates. Um, yeah, they do, because they have the murdered king, the undead queen, the prince of hearts, the maiden. That the wasn't maiden what I was talking about. Oh. I was talking about the fact that I knew that she was a fate. I knew when oh. they mentioned her as a fate, did they no. give her a name no, they did in not the book? She was Lala. Right. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting Lala to be a fate. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was a that was an actual surprise for me. Yeah, but, there's also like a lot more that we haven't encountered. Oh yeah, there's tons. There's tons. There's tons. There's tons. The deck had like what sixteen? Yeah. Also, like the places, because there's all the objects, and then there's all the places. Yep. So Madison's theory. Okay, so my theory. I just thought it was very my tissues. Um, I thought it was very interesting that in the book. Our introduction to the beginning of the Jacks Evangeline story happens before the events of Legendary. That's what I thought as well. Because yeah, it yeah, sounds because almost she's... as if the it sounds almost as if the stuff that the week of terror that they mention yeah, is basically they, these go right in succession. Correct. And Legendary almost starts right after Caraval, because they get on the boat to go yeah. to um right. they go like, boom, boom 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 yeah 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 they which is kind of fucking quick, surprising yeah they happen in very quick su- succession which is why in finale also we have the um scarlet julian shit yes with with nicholas with oh Nicholas. right oh my god <laughs> um but oh, poor poor scarlet and julian man god yeah godspeed um but they okay so my theory i so this is why i have to reread the books because i don't remember if post this he actually kisses anybody to kill them i don't remember him doing that he does kiss tella right but she doesn't die because he believes and this is what he believes because he even says it in this book this is key to the theory he believes that she's his true love and because in the book he even says to evangeline his heart started beating after he kissed her 
Yeah. After he kissed Tella. And he mentions that his goal with Tella when he kissed her was to essentially slow her heart down so that she would die. Because he thought when he kissed Tella, she was going to die. But he wanted her to do something. So he was like, I was just going to slow her heart down. But it didn't matter because she's supposed to be my true love. And that's how how Evangeline learns about the whole thing between Tella and Jax. So... My, like, crackpot theory, because I feel, listen, I get the Apollo thing with Evangeline, but I feel like that's a more friendship sort of thing. I Also, feel like it was weird that he was, like, super upset that that she broke the whole fucking curse. I was like, you're not into her, don't lie. Yeah. yeah. You're not into her, don't lie. There's well, no way. You didn't break any curse. That... There was something that ta- Jax put them to push them together so he would basically yeah, she didn't not a break curse. Anything. No, Jax released that from him, but he thought I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. He literally was the reason why the reason why Apollo was with Evangeline was because Jax was able to force them yeah, to, to play, be together to play with his emotions. Correct. So when Jax I don't think he stopped doing that. I think Yes, he did. He said he did. Because that's why he's like all of his power like drains out of him, and this all happens right around the same time that the vampire thing happens. This all happens right around See, the same oh, that's time. Interesting, because like to me, I interpreted that as a, he's like, no, I can't like undo it. It's not like a curse or anything. I just played with his freaking emotions. Oh no, he totally can undo it because he wasn't gonna do it. He did this with Tella, and he wasn't gonna undo it with Tella. But Tella loved Legend enough oh, that she yeah, was able to come like, out of it loves. on her own. Yeah. That, and he even mentions that he goes, I've seen it happen before. Where if, mm-hmm. if you had, if he had loved you, or he loved somebody else oh. enough, he could have come out oh, of it. About what's his face? Luke. About Apollo. About a Luke, Luke too. About Luke, Luke as well. Yes. Luke. yes, yes. Yeah. Um. So my like crackpot theory because I want Jackson and Evangeline to end up together. I think it would be. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna end up together. How are you gonna give Homeboy his own series? No, he's gonna. He's gonna be happy. Again. No, he's gonna be happy. I agree. Also, it's YA, and typically there's not a lot of like hip hopping around on YA stuff. I feel Um, like actually there's more hip hopping around on YA stuff, but regardless. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely there's more hip hopping around on YA stuff. It's just certain authors hip hop around on YA stuff. Whereas like know. adult fiction usually and I said this before, adult fiction, if they have a main couple, they rarely mm-hmm. ever break up. YA fiction will yeah. tend and especially in longer series, but I don't think this is the case. And I don't think Stephanie yeah, ever has been that I type of author. Like, and I don't and I don't feel like I clearly she likes Jax enough to give him his own series. Also I mean, it was so series, it's, it's Jax it's Jackson. No, it is their story. It's their story. And I hate to be this way, but like a lot of us were upset that Jax and Tella couldn't get together because yes, we wanted Jackson and we wanted uh, Tella and yes, exactly. You wanted Tella and Legend to be together more because they made the most sense. Yeah. But you hurt for Jax because you were like, that's in theory, in, the actual like canon, what we know so far. Mm-hmm. Tell is supposed to be his true love. Now, here's Which the is- other thing that I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if it's not that they, if Tella was the one that changed him, right? Uh-huh. The one thing that I noticed in this book that they talked about uh-huh. was he says, the stories say my one true love does this. That's just a story. So, that doesn't mean yes. that it's exactly what so it my is. my theory is that the reason that we see him meet Evangeline first is because it's actually her. And the effects just happen to like start taking place 
as he was like meeting Tella. Yeah, and I, I totally think very quickly after. And I totally think, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's really hard to, it's hard to piece everything together because timelines are weird. Uh But I do think that even if, even if Tella was a true love for him, Uh this, this book, her, Stephanie's idea here could be that you can have more than one true love. Yeah. And that could be the, the whole thing. Yes. Well, and then also, so this, this is only my theory the second go around. Yeah. My first go round theory was that, oh God, it was, it's in, it's, it's in the book, she says. Like, <laughs> Which of, one? Like, of course it is. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> as opposed to where? Like, as opposed to wall? written on the wall. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, when she's talking to somebody about all the different, um, all the different, uh, things about like the Valerie Arch and stuff. It sounded like when they were talking about like all the different, not gifts, but like powers of the different Valors, it almost sounded like it could undo things or well, like make like. So my thought was that like he's gonna make himself make Tella not be his true love, and then somehow it's gonna jump to Evangeline. That was my I, other thing. And you know what? He could be trying to unmake his fate in general or unmake yeah. the fates in general. Because, like, look at Lala. Lala's yeah. really sad. I'm not going to lie. It is a really sad Lala story. Is, I need that homegirl to get something. With Apollo. I bought her with Apollo. <gasps> um, <laughs> Excellent choice, Nicole. Excellent Thank choice. You. I Thank need, you. And then I need Thank Tiberius you. and um, fucking Marisol to drown together. Uh, right. Um, the thing um, about... Also- or or La- Lala with his knight. Oh, <laughs> Lala with the knight would also be really good. What's his name? Um, Havel yeah, something. Havel, ha- not Havelyard. That's not correct. No, Havelstone. Havelston. Ha- Havel. Hold on. Ha- it's at the hold very on. end of the hold fucking on. book. Yeah, you can go to the very end. Right I'm going there right now. Hold on. Phaedra. Okay, so I'm in the right spot. Um, Havelock. 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 I'm okay with that. The thing about Lala that makes me incredibly sad is that she's mm-hmm. making these wedding dresses for people because uh-huh. if she if she's like it takes away the need to want to find somebody because she's yeah. she's the cursed bride realistically. Yeah, um bride. Right. But yeah. you know, it's it, yeah, hers yeah. is a curse just like how Marisol was called yeah. the cursed bride. Hers is basically a curse as well. Um and it's sad. It was making me so sad when she was talking to Evangeline about it because like this poor woman and and the thing is the same thing is happening with Jax, right? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't want to necessarily no granted. Jax is what I what I heard um Tatiana call him was mortally or not mortally, morally black. He is morally black. He is oh, yeah. not morally gray. This man is morally black. And I love that about him. I love every inch of this man. Um also Every time he called her Little Fox. <gasps> Every time he called her Little Fox. The I was in. Feral. I was just dying. Feral. Exactly. I was feral. feral. I was feral over it. Especially at the end where he's like, where are you going, Little Fox? I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking sucker for pet names. I and that agree. One, whew, that is, yeah. Where, who, where is the... 
I'm gonna have to find the shit about the about the Valors because I uh, yeah I'm not in a theory with that. But well, the, I, the Valors is the Valors are also like Fates. Okay, they mentioned that they're also her like mom Fates. Is one of them. Absolutely, her mom is one of them. 100. I've no there's doubt no in my way mind that her, her mom, there's no way, her mom, and she's like a descendant of it, which is why she's gonna be able to open the gate. Also, the well, that's why she's gate. able to open. That's why yes. she's able to open the gate. And also, yeah. the thing that and makes me think. Right, and I'm thinking that either her dad is just somebody who Some, lived in the Magnificent North and, like, met her, the mom, and whatever, or, here's the other theory I had, she actually did come to them in a crate, and she doesn't oh, actually, because they yeah. mentioned that, like, they just found her in a crate, and it was cute, and whatever. Yeah. Oh, and, and then, then her, maybe maybe they saw her hair, and they escaped Well, and like, of, it, because it's, of the it's, prophecy. Right, and it still makes sense that, like, her mm-hmm. mom... Her mom, her parents obviously know enough about the Magnificent North since her mom told her yeah. so many stories about it. It still makes sense to me that, like, if her mom and dad are not actually her mom and dad biologically, mm-hmm. that her her mom that she knows as her mom still came from the Magnificent North. Yeah. But if she did just come to these people in a crate and they found her because they were, like, mm-hmm. maybe her parents were trying to hide her via yeah. Moses style, like, a la Moses mm-hmm. style, right? It just makes sense to me that, oh my yeah. god, I have these fucking eyelashes are in my eyes! Oh, they're just, I can feel you. I can feel I you! you! But I won't. <laughs> Some look for trouble. Others don't. Others don't. There's a thousand reasons! <laughs> Speaking of books that, or movies that feel like this book, Frozen. Truly. Uh... Truly. Tell me that is not what she's fucking hearing from the like the bells. Gate. <laughs> right, the gate. <laughs> I was like, queen. The gate. The gate um, is freaky. That's so yeah, I have Pirates of the Caribbean vibes when they all go silent past the like, or when Jack Sparrow is just like on his little tiny ship and he goes past like the hanging people. Yeah, yeah. I will. Th- I will say the one thing that I thought. There's a couple of things in this book that I thought were interesting. Number one, I like the way that it's broken up into three acts. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like the way that the first act focuses on stuff that we know. Because if you've already yeah. read the other series, it focuses on stuff we know. And then oh the my second God, Tella, act. The Tella Scarlet cameo. Oh my God. It was so great. Also, Tella in her. Anytime somebody else sees Tella. They're like, anytime... the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> yes. Or like, well, my, my, my thing is like, when anybody else is, if it's not Tella's POV, where she's mm-hmm. not telling you the story. Tella is such a fucking ditzy bitch, and I love her. Oh she, um, is, she is. Do you want to know who she is? Tell me. She's um Chrissy Chopeka or whatever on the one who talks like this. Who's like In one what? time one on um, TikTok? I don't know who that who's is. Like yes, you do. Hold on, hold on. Okay, like, I I don't know if that's her. If that's how you say her last name, hold I on. have. I'm, to, I'm so sorry. I cannot. I cannot. My eyes. Give me time to go find that TikTok. Oh, my eyes. Okay. I think okay. I think I have flushed it out. Right. <laughs> Whatever it, the fuck it was, it hurt. And it was bothering the hell out of me. I could not focus. Also, I have a great book you have to read. I started reading it last night. Um, you have to read The Worst Best Man by Mia oh, Sosa. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. The let me just give you a little bit of the beginning. The uh-huh. prologue is from the point of view of Max, the guy who she's gonna end up with. Mm-hmm. Max is her ex-fiance's brother, okay? The prologue starts off the day of the fiance and her wedding. So her, yeah. Max's brother's name is Andrew. Her name is Lena or Carolina. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Max wakes up from a text from Andrew. 
saying everything that you said last night was true. I can't go through with this. Please tell Lena. She'll take it with grace. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and Max is like. Does end up with Lena? Does Max end up with Lena? Yes. Hold on. Oh, wait. We'll get there. Oh, my God. Which means the guilt is just going to be. Yes. Oh, wait. We'll get there. Wait. Hold on. Wait a second. Wait. So. So. so goes to Barnes and Noble. So. Max goes to Lena and he's like, it's like minutes before the wedding. And he goes, Andrew's not coming. And he, and Lena's like, what? And so like, Max is like, I'm so sorry. He goes to hug her and he's like, he gave me a text message. And so she's like hugging Max and like, you know, she's upset and she's like, can I see the message? And Max is like, okay. And so he shows her the message and she's like, what did you say to you? Yes. Yeah, she's like, She's like, he is a dick. And Max is like, I totally agree he is. And she goes, and you're an asshole. And he's like, oh, God. And he's like already like instant guilt. Instant guilt. That's the prologue. That's the prologue. Chapter one and two, you get like a little bit what happened in the last three years. Okay. She's a wedding planner. And she's like, I don't tell anybody that my my wedding failed. Because like, of course, right? Why would I? And then Max is like a marketing person. So I'm like, Max, my love. (laughs) Hey, baby. Um. Max and Andrew work together with their mom. (laughs) Max and Andrew work together with their mom and they have both Lena and then Max and Andrew work now together because what happens is this woman who owns this hotel chain wants to start like having more weddings there and they need the marketing team. And so basically they bring them together and the goal is that Max and Lena have to come up with a presentation and Andrew and the other contenders. So like Lena's trying to get this job and Andrew and the other contender have to like come up with the thing and they both have to present to Rebecca. So like it is like brother slash best man has to team up with the scorned woman. Yes. To do yes. a presentation about weddings yes. against yes. the ex fiance. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I'm seven chapters in, and it is so good. It is so good because already, already, there's been so much guilt. There's already been so much guilt but because he. Oh my yeah, god, have full body chills. That's horrifying. It is so good. It is so good. I wanted to read it because I wanted. I have to read Wedding Wedding Crasher, which is the next one in the series, because I have the arc of it, and yeah. so I'm sitting here like reading this book yesterday i went oh my god this is gonna be guilt the whole way through this is guilt the whole way through there's no way that it's not there's no way that it's not because right off the get-go she's like i still fucking hate you and he's like well we can we can make this work and she's like sure and like her her besties like she's got a assistant named jaslyn and she's got her cousin named natalia and natalia is like Natalia? What the fuck, Nicole? I was literally um, going to say, Natalia? Natalia <laughs> is like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Natalia is like, you can be petty if you want. It's a good idea. The and way, Jess, oh, like, this is going to feed something in me. <laughs> and, and her assistant is like, she literally, she's talking about how much she hates Max. And Max, of course, ends up coming into like the, the shop at that point. And she's like, he's right behind me, isn't he? And he says some shit. Like, he says something like a little bit catty to her at one point and he it's his point of view and he goes oh that was a bad thing to say and she starts to get all angry and then the assistant like goes petty is as petty does and she like goes and then they go to lunch and he she's already like ready to fucking lay in on him so she's like planning she's planning (laughs) she's he's planning a way to like you know fuck up his life why is it me i no, i know i know (laughs) why is it why is that literally me Every t- every line I've read so far, I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna feed Madison. So it is. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, Chrissy Chopeka's 
Shilpeka. I think this is how you say it. Her name. You know this girl. Hold on. Let me turn the volume up so you can. Hold on. I'll go on my TikTok. Did you send it to well, me? Well, but I think the voice alone, you'll know who she is. Like. One time I was seeing this horrible guy who was like, I treat you like shit because you're never going to break up with me. And so you know what I did? I said, okay, I break up with you. And you know what he did? He cried so hard, he vomited. I've never, I've never seen this girl, but I have heard the voice because you did it on a TikTok of ours, yeah, but I've I never seen it other than oh that. Oh my god, no, she's like the bimbo queen. She's got 4.2, but she's like really smart. She's like doing it for the girlies, doing it for yeah. the gays. Like it is. I've never seen any of this stuff of hers. Are you kidding me? I've I never. obsessed with her, but she always talks like that. She's just hot and smart. Like that's Yeah, I've insane. only ever seen stuff because of you. Like because, well not I'm because like, of you, but I've only ever heard it because of your video. Shout out to the girls who have no motivation. Tell me Shout about Tala. Shout out to the girls who love to sit. Shout out to the girls who love to smoke. Shout out to the girls who are sad. Shout out to the girls who want to kiss. Shout out to the girls. That's just, I just, that is, it's like, <laughs> when you shouldn't be the happiest you've ever been, but your depression is a grippy sock chokehold on you. Yeah, no, I've never, never seen anything from her. I've never even heard her voice what? other than oh the one God. time you did our audio, the I audio of it. I love her. I think she's so funny. I'm glad. Oh I'm glad. Um. Her. Anyway, Tella, yeah, Tella is our ditzy queen, but she's so smart. I love her. Like, she's just, just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's fine. I don't care. Can I also tell you the other thing? Can I also tell you Do you want a donut? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> They're so I good. Love her. She's my favorite. Um. The other thing they thought was interesting about Tella in this book, do you remember there's a point where somebody says something to Jax about, um, I think it was her, I think it might have been Evangeline or somebody else said something about um, Tella being gone and he was like, it was mentioned that the her lover, Tella's lover kidnapped her and I was like, kidnapped? She went willingly. It's legend, uh-huh. folks. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. She willingly went with him and then I remembered, I believe in the epilogue, Tella legend where was I going with this tell that she got kidnapped oh in the epilogue in the epilogue of finale I'm pretty positive oh. one of the parts of it was that legend left a note for Tella oh, and they yeah, were gonna I play mean, another game wasn't that what it was they were gonna play like another game I know I listen let's I know it's hot I know it I know they're kinky I know it's hot kinky sex I know it's hot kinky sex I know it is I know with my whole chest I know I know. Oh my god, the way and it's <gasps> so good. And you know, you also you. I don't know why I looked around. <laughs> <laughs> you know that legend is a brat tamer. You know it. You know it because I love him. Because I love him, and that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But specifically, listen. It's like it's like in the same way that Cassian is brat tamer. So is so is Asriel. Like, tell me, tell me why. Tell me why. No, 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 no. Asriel's a pleasure dom. Cassian's I mean, a bad dreamer. <laughs> pleasure dom all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know with my whole chest that legend is a brat tamer. Because <laughs> tell I, me, am I brat. am I gonna reread Karma? <laughs> <laughs> am I gonna reread Karma? Is it me? Is it me, Stephanie? <laughs> oh my god. It's it's the way that like 
I loved Scarlet and Julian because I remember telling you about the books. This is how the podcast started, you guys. I remember telling you about the books. But then I got into Legendary and I went, oh, no. (laughs) It's like me going, it's it's literally that audio of going, looking at Julian going, oh, look at the time. I got to go home and sleep with your brother. That is me (laughs) with Julian about Legend. (laughs) That is literally. (laughs) I I think the reason I gravitate towards Julian is because I love Scarlet. No, I I get it because you were like, "Tell us a bitch," and I was like, "You gotta wait, you gotta wait, you gotta wait, you gotta wait." But also, it's that thing that we talked about. I think we talked about this when we like did the like finale episode, where it's like, "I love Scarlet, but I am a Tella, and you love Tella, but you are." But I am a Scarlet for fucking sure. I am a Scarlet. There is no doubt in my mind that my bitch ass would be doing the same dumbass shit Scarlet's doing. I love her. And tell me, tell me, I am not the like. Well, we'll see what happens. (laughs) You are literally. I'm gonna jump off this goddamn balcony and just ruin people's lives that's you girl Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like you're like i have a long go i have a long term like game i'm playing here because like tella doesn't do it to be an asshole no she does it because she has to right yeah um that's so you. That's so you. And I'm over here like protect everyone at all fucking cost. Also, never forget the Loki cameo in um fucking Garaval. Oh my god, right? <laughs> um I'll never forget the way they described that man. I said Loki. <laughs> the thing that I also loved about Tala why is this just a Caraval episode all over again? Yeah, right. the, the thing I also loved about Tala, right? The thing I also loved about Tala was that she was able to basically say, like, yes, I'm attracted to Jax. However, I love Legend more. And yeah. that all, I literally, the minute did Jax mention that scene where he, like, where Tella was able to come out of, like, his thrall because yeah. of Legend, I went right back to that moment where Legend is like, please, like, don't leave. And, like, he's trying yeah. to get her to, like, he's like, Tella, please. And I'm literally sitting there going, oh, my God. Like, I was just panicking because I well, love I mean, that scene. off the shelf. You just started in Serpent and Dove. You're at the good point in Serpent and Dove. No, no, no. I'm going to finish Serpent and Dove. That's going to take. I'm going to finish it in the next hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Me, it's, read that entire book in one night. Same it's thing. So good. It's so well paced. So what the fuck? <laughs> and this. Oh, every. <sighs> listen. Yeah, no. I, I was going to say with Serpent and Dove, every single time he gets on his knees next to her when she's sitting. Or like crouches down. I love them. Okay, okay. Hot hot take here. Not a hot take. I think it's a normal take, but I just think we need to talk about it. When guys do the squat where they're like up on their toes, but they're like squatting hot. Where they're kind of like where it's almost not, like let me talk to a child level yeah, kind of like where they put the elbows on their knees and it's like and it's like almost like they're sitting like the man spread thing, but it's like they're on their toes. It's that squat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot, right? Um, yeah, it depends on the man because yeah, it like depends on the man in the situation. Yeah, because I'm like Jim Harbaugh kind of does that squat. That's not the move. No, 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 no. Like like romance book guys. Like hot guys. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're telling me you don't think Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna control alt delete you. Michigan Wolverines, full yeah. strength. Uh, there's no need for that. That's what they say at the hockey games every time their power plays over. Is it really? Yeah, they'll go Michigan Wolverines, full strength. 
I mean, I've never been to one of the games. Anyway, but they also do a thing at the end of every period. That thing when a hot guy does that, when a good-looking guy does that, oh my god! Especially to talk to like, it's that it's that very much like, like imagine Cassian doing that. No, because I will. Uh, I'll, I'm just not gonna feel. To to I'm not gonna You're feel good. I'm not gonna feel good. I'm not gonna feel good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel sick. I'm gonna feel sick. I'm gonna have to go masturbate, and we can't do that right now. Or, or, oh my god, like, okay, so, like, Jack's doing that with Evangeline, the can we, couch, can we stop? and then the, can we, and then the can chin, we stop? and then the chin chuck, can we and then stop? The look into my eyes. And he calls her little fox. I'd kill, I'd kill myself. I'd just die. Just die. Dead, dying, deceased. Actually perish. That, that move right there. Oh my god, hello? <laughs> Dead, dying, deceased. Dead, <laughs> dying, said. deceased. Okay, this is what I was going to mention, though. When we yeah. talked about the different acts, I liked how that in the second act, uh-huh. you really don't get a ton of like evangeline and jack's content until you get to that third act yeah we're like right. it's like really the end of the second but like the third is them the third is them having to like deal with each other interact yeah. and i loved that i don't know why i love that i definitely expected them to spend more time together early on in the book and they didn't but i'm not a, not yeah. upset about it i just evangeline is such an interesting character she's so beautifully naive and yeah. I love her for that. And I feel so bad for her in so many situations. Mm-hmm. I did like that. And this is a thing. I know you don't care because I, I care more than you than you do. But you love when I when I a girl character is bitchy, and then you the, the other character, girl. and then the other girl character can basically be like you're a bitch. Like you love that kind of thing. Yeah, I liked how Stephanie did the whole like. Part of the reason why Marisol is this way is because of the way her mom treated her. Mm-hmm. And I liked how it was one of those things where it, it, it doesn't excuse well, it. I like right? the petty revenge. Yeah, like, I know you do. Like, yeah, like Marisol when she was like, guards, take her away. And, and she's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, she's like, you ruined my fucking wet. Like, that is the shit I love. Yeah. I, I don't like women being pitted against each other because we already do that enough, right? Um, the, the world already wants us to do that yeah. enough. So, like, the fact that the way that Stephanie handled Marisol's character mm-hmm. is in the way that it's like, yeah, the bad things that Marisol did, like stealing Luke and the way that she, like, thinks about herself and this, like, jealousy is all resolving, resolving all revolving around her childhood and the way that she was brought up the way her mom would talk to her about how she wasn't pretty enough she wasn't thin enough she wasn't anything mm-hmm. because you know what the reality is there are lots of moms out there that do that tons and i am forever tons. grateful that my mom never did that shit i had friends yeah. in high school that had that happen to them and it was yep. really sad it was really sad to see friends of mine who were in their like you know low weight stages where you're like 140 pounds and their moms are like you need to lose weight why the fuck would you it's need to lose weight? Fucking night, R- right? Perfect example, right? And it's it's sad because that's the reality. And I, yeah. for me, it's not my reality, which is makes me happy. But mm-hmm. there is a reality of that out there. So I did yeah. like that. That was how it was incorporated because, like, Marisol's character is an interesting character because she's very good at being. She's very good at playing the victim. Oh my god, so good. 
You know what I mean? Like she would mm-hmm. instantly clam up anytime something happened. Also, I yeah. would love to say, because I took off both of the covers when I was reading this book. I love that the the book itself looks like the book that Marisol has, the recipes. Oh of- my god. Yes, there's another one that's um the Ballad of the Fox and the Archer. One of I think one of the special editions, the Fairy Loot special edition, I want to say. Oh, nice. Oh it's, nice. It's, yeah, I know. It's the Ballad of the Fox and the Archer, which I think Fuck, is I want that. <laughs> <laughs> anybody out there want to part with theirs <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but no, really I if you have a kingdom of the wicked i love that it looks like that like that i did too so sleek yeah like, recipes of the ancient i did already have two dust covers for this book i would just i would i would literally keep it without i know i totally know what you mean so beautiful well the cool thing is is if you really wanted to keep it like that you could always take that art and just put it up somewhere yeah, maybe. You don't have it's to. Bent and shit. It is already bent, but that's not, you know. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. No, I. Marisol, like. I didn't. I hated her. I knew. Um, yeah. I, knew, I hated her the whole time. Yeah. But mainly just because I think I knew that, like, I was like, you're not good. Like, you've either got your mom whispering in your ear. I know you're jealous. The looks on your face that Evangeline keeps kind of seeing flits of, like. Yeah. I also and I get it. Stuff. <laughs> we should talk about that because I was like, "Oh my god, why am I okay, into this?" I, say, <laughs> I forgot a bunch of things in this book. Like I knew things happened, but I forgot who was what. Like, gotcha. Like so when so the first time when I would re-listen to it, I was like, "The night that she keeps saying is type." and then i was like that's who i thought it was when i was reading Uh, it the first time and i was like oh right of course it was it was the the vampire king or whatever what's his name claude is it claude no 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 no, i gotta look (laughs) no i gotta look (laughs) um let's see chaos his name's chaos chaos right claude claude um he's hot oh he's hot i was like he's hot yeah, I was like, poor Evangeline, man. Now you're just surrounded by hot men. Um, Literally, what a life to lead. The thing about Apollo that made me sad is that mm-hmm. I did, as much as he was annoying, and I know Evangeline even makes this comment. She's like, it's, it's because of his. Yeah, because of the weird infatuation he, he had uh-huh. placed upon him. You know what um, energy he gives me. Yes, of course. Agony from Into the Woods. I haven't seen it. <gasps> Agony for Madonna. It's Chris Pine and Billy Magnuson like singing. Try their brothers. One's fallen for Rapunzel. The other's fallen for Cinderella. And they're singing the song called Agony, trying to compete with each other about who has it worse. Oh, worse, oh! I've like, seen this scene. They're in like a waterfall. Yeah, right? they're in a fucking waterfall. And, yeah, I've seen and this. that scene specifically. Gives me such like deep Apollo energy. Like specifically, like when he's under the spell, not like. Yeah. That I agree, though. I think the thing that made me sad, though, is like at the towards the end, when right before he dies, the way that he handles her, like the way that he looks at her, and she's sitting there fleetingly wanting that. And I was sitting there reading this book, going, "Yeah, when you when you go through a breakup, as I'm going through, all you want is to have some of that original like romance back." I can't listen to Flicker because it makes me cry right now, like the Nile Horn song. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason why is because it has the lines, I think of the star, and it echoes the spark. And he, like, yeah. it, it, it's the nostalgia thing. And yeah. 
right now I'm in that breakup stage where a lot of the memories that I'm having that flashback are these very beautiful, lovely ones that hurt, like that hurts so bad. Like that whole trend going on TikTok right now where it's like, (laughs) Oh, they pull the knife out. Yes. Did you, like, did, uh, you, did you stab me? You're the no, normal no, no. one. I'm, I'm, I'm yes, yes. Dead. That's what you're I was gonna say. One. I'm the normal did one. You just fucking stab me. Yeah, that's me. I'm the normal one right now. I'm the normal one right now. Um, but that's that's exactly what it is. And so when Evangeline is sitting there with Apollo, and she's still like missing this part of Luke because like. I knew. I knew Luke was cursed. I knew he was. There was no fucking way that he wasn't. No. That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that just transformed the look. (laughs) Yep. Yes, it did. Anyway, um, I knew Luke was cursed, and I did not like him regardless. I really didn't. I didn't like him either. I didn't think he was a good character. I didn't think he was a good fit. Well, not a good character. I just didn't. Yeah, I thought he was a good character. I just didn't like him for her. Right, exactly. Um, But it was sad having watching Evangeline basically be like, this is what I want. You want somebody to love you again. You want to feel that early Mm -hmm. butterfly thing. And I'm just rewatching Friends right now. And I'm right before Monica and Chandler get married. And I'm very excited because it's one of my favorite things, right? But like Phoebe is in a new relationship. And Monica's sitting there looking at Chandler. No, this is before Mike. Nobody that's important. It's just like oh. one of her one-off like boyfriends or oh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Monica's like talking to Phoebe about it, and Phoebe's like, "Yeah, it's so fun because like we miss each other all the time." And Monica's like, oh, "I'm yes, never gonna have like, that again." Have sex in the yeah, yeah, and they're just talking about how it's sad because they like they're like, "Yeah, we're never gonna have that moment where you're it's like the first cop! love again." It's not the cop. <laughs> it's yes, not the cop sex, because they have sex in the park. It's it's a different scene. It's a different season entirely. The scene that I'm talking about is not even the cop guy. It's a guy that's in the episode, only that episode. The cop was like multiple. But this is like legit. I think it's episode like 15 or 16 of season seven. So we're like very close to when they get married. Uh-huh. And basically they tell Monica and Chandler are sitting there talking one day. And basically she's like, it's just weird that I'm never going to sleep with anybody else ever again. It's weird that I'm never going to have like a first kiss with anybody else ever again. And he's like, you're right, but we're going to have all these other firsts. And so, oh, yeah. my point in this is just like, when you go through a breakup, you go through this moment of, I'm never going to find love again. Never going to find love again. You're going to be lonely for the rest of time. And you have to constantly remind yourself that's not true. That's, that's why I'm the. Did you just fucking stab me one? Because yeah, I've never right. been on the other side. <laughs> right, but you're like that's not true. Um, yeah. it's loneliness is a feeling that everybody goes through. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you've recently been broken up with or you've never dated anybody. Yeah. It's a literal feeling that everyone feels, and you feel like you're never gonna find somebody. However, I love that Evangeline. Is just trying her fucking best. <laughs> she is I, just trying. I think, I think what's really great about her is that she believes in it all. Like, no matter what, she's like, no, I'm going to take this little kernel of something and turn it into hope. I'm yeah. going to take this little turn- kernel of something. She's like, she is the most, like, not in, like, a foolish way. Yeah. I mean, she's still naive. Miracle. Yeah, she's still naive, but she's not foolish, if that makes sense. Like, She's also learning a lot through this, yeah. like, story. I, I thought a lot well, of the story really showcased how... 
she she knew that she'd been too too trusting of people and towards the end when she's like marisol did this she was like i'm not gonna trust her like no matter what she says and then look didn't she end up uh didn't she end up getting tiberius to be like under oh her God, spell what? anyway and she, she was like well, i then, didn't then, do it well, yeah because she's like she's like i didn't i didn't do that to him i didn't yeah. do that to him and then she does the truth serum yes. and then and then in the hallway he's like i never want to see your fucking face again and i was like yeah to me that insinuated that she did she did that's what i took it as too yeah she's I took it as too. lying little bitch oh and of course she did of course she did because she knew she how to do it um, yeah, like how out how I'm sorry, you've never spoken to him literally ever, and now suddenly your stepsister's accused of murder of the prince. Like Yeah. Also, do they have parents? The, I don't know. Maybe they're Bella? dead. They're I don't never know. mentioned. They're dead. They must be dead. Yeah. They must be dead. They got they've gotta be. Um Fortuna's fantastical whatever the waters are yeah the flavored flavor yeah flavored water whatever the the sodas it was like every time i read that my fucking brain the marble teas like the marble sodas i didn't really picture them at all but all i could think of for whatever reason with fortuna (laughs) was fucking pirates of the caribbean was fucking pirates of the caribbean because Tortuga was in my head the whole time. Anytime I heard oh. Fortuna, I heard Tortuga, no, and my I, head my, fucking I, went pirates. Oh, okay, this is a Harry Potter thing. But in one of the passwords, one of the years for the the Gryffindor common room is Fortuna Major, and oh. so in my head, every time I went Fortuna, I went Fortuna Major. Like is that was that in the movies at all? Yeah. Okay. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I haven't watched them in a long time. Never read the it's, book, so yeah. never will. But Tortuga. <laughs> yeah, in my head, every time I was like Tortuga. Caribbean <laughs> kind of has the same energy of these books because they're whimsical, adventure whimsical, whimsical yeah. adventure, yeah, taverny, like yeah, running around. Did you read? Did you read the little um, bonus scene that was in the epilogue for this? About in the our door opening. In our edition, yeah, where it's like there, it's basically from in another part of the castle. This thing smiled. That part, no, oh, the, the daily rumor. Yes, but the parts before that, the epilogue that was cut originally, and there's stuff that's redacted. Oh, I don't remember reading this. Okay, I recommend reading it because I've gone through and tried to figure out what the redacted things say, and I cannot figure out. I cannot figure out what it is. However, it is very interesting because it is Jack's basically being right. like, I don't care. I think it's, I, well, I think I, in this I can... scene, I think in this scene, it's Jack's and either chaos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Jack's and cause Christoph is like the next thing, right? Christoph yeah. Nightlinger is the daily rumor. He mentions all this stuff. Um, I think that the little redacted pieces, um, I believe this is a conversation between Jax and Chaos because he says, I don't want you or your minions turning her into a vampire or blah, 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 because that's all redacted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's interesting. I, I This is like an epilogue scene that got cut because apparently it was too spoilery and uh-huh. Stephanie like fought to give it as like an epilogue for the exclusive edition, but pieces were redacted. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens Wait, because I am genuinely curious. Wait, hold on. I, um, I feel. I, how did I not read this? How did I 
not read this because you tend to not read the, the extra I shit. I don't read the bonus. You shit. never read the extra. I'm like, shit. I'm like, move on. <laughs> okay, Wait, that's how you missed the stuff that was extra in finale. Remember? Yeah. It's every car of all episode we do. We have to have Madison take a minute to read shit. Okay, hear me out. Somebody, why mention the Delilah Sage bit? Relate her mom somehow related to her mom. It's total. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be related, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I didn't read that. <laughs> I every time, every, every time. time. Yeah, that book. <clears throat> anyway, once upon a broken heart clapped. Yeah. It. I I think in my initial assessment of it, I was like, I think I gave it four stars. Or it's like four. I did give it a four star <sighs> because I really liked it, but like it, it's also. I have this like weird thing where I'm like I, I really liked it but it didn't like have like the smutty stuff that I like or like some of those ro- more romantic elements but I also I'm like but it is a YA book and if I was reading it yeah. as a 15 year old I would have been like five out of five read you know what I mean yes uh, not for me um it still is a four for me regardless um I loved it I thought it was it was a great book and I really liked the yeah. way that the plot was done and the characters are done uh-huh. and all this stuff um and there were definitely times in the story where I wanted to keep mm-hmm. reading, but it didn't consistently hold me the whole mm-hmm. time. So, and I do usually reserve those five stars for the people, the books that can the consistently does. hold me the entire time where I, yes, mm-hmm. where I spend an entire night reading the story. Yeah. So, yep. um, I loved it. I'm really excited for the next one. <gasps> I cannot so wait for them to drop the exclusive cover yeah. that Barnes and Noble is going to be doing. Cause I went on Barnes and Noble. I'm like, have they dropped the cover? Yeah. No, they have not dropped the exclusive cover no. yet. Um, mm-hmm. they just have the regular cover out there. Right I, now. Yeah. I, the thing that was funny about this book is that I feel like the more complex the story, the more I'm able to suss out what's going to happen. Yeah. With a book like this, I have not a clue what's next. I agree. I have no I idea. Completely and it's agree. Like a YA book. And I'm like, couldn't tell you. I agree I because clue, you're, I was thinking I about in Crescent City. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I got, I have <laughs> theories. I have theories. I have, I have like two theories for this, Max. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, okay. okay I like okay, it. Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> okay. I like it. Picasso. Okay, Picasso. Um, Picasso. Yeah. yeah. It was a great know, story. No, I'm glad I finally read it. <laughs> it's just, it's so charming. It's definitely like, I feel sad for you that you didn't read it in like the height of winter, like going into Christmas time because that, this book, I read this book like November. So like mm-hmm. right going into the holiday season and it was just like the perfect, like it gives me the energy. I've talked about the gingerbread baby before. Yes. When we it talked about, the same, when we talked about for the wolf, I'm pretty sure that was when the gingerbread baby. Came yes, up. yes, it's that like that gingerbread baby energy of like, it's that Germanic. It's the like, it's it's the Santa Claus, mm-hmm. like the way the buttons are and like the textiles where it's the Fair Isle sweaters. It's that like that vibe is what I get from the Magnificent North. Like, yeah, I I really enjoy that setting. Yeah. Like, the way it's described it's almost like it almost feels like tonally like cotton candy yeah um i wanted to say another thing that i loved about this not only is the like gorgeous map. gorgeous map in here um yeah. also i love that there's like a little fox just sitting there oh, watching yeah. everything um it's yeah it's, i thought this map yeah. was absolutely stunning uh it definitely it looks it looks very um Whimsical. It, rem- 
Yes, but it also kind of reminds me, like you said, like Frozen. It reminds me of it being in a fjord. Like, yes, like, well, it's, it's, I mean, it is just so fucking Germanic. Well, and also the Valors are yeah. in Norse mythology. I'm right. Sure. So, yeah, and I totally so, can see this being set over yeah. there. And like uh, very Swedish, very like Norway. Danish. Yeah. You know, there's just all the ishes. All the ishes. Um, so, the other thing I wanted to mention, though, is the little um dedication page that says for anyone who has ever made a bad decision because of a broken heart i opened that read that and went oh can't do this <laughs> really? went, yes i've made lots of bad decisions now that i've been heartbroken <laughs> um, <laughs> we I, can name a few off the top of our head can't we Madison? i also really the a visual that i really like in this book just like I mean, I love all the visuals. That's the thing that Stephanie Gar- Garber is a master of visuals. Agreed. Like, oh my gosh. So, Agreed. So good. The spires, the idea of the, like, basically st- a stacked city with the, like, yeah. walkways going between. I, I'm going to have, I'm going to bring it up again. It reminds me of the staircases in Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, yeah. I, yeah. Overall. I just, the visual element in this book, in these books in general, so has always been so on point. I and also Stephanie like her really little kinky it. homecoming dress. <laughs> that, I love that, all the outfits that. in this story. I love oh, all the outfits. The, outfits. So the stone one, I want to wear. There are the so many, one, like... I want to wear so bad. I, sometimes I wonder, because, like, I have such a hard time writing, like, outfits that are whimsical outfits. Mm-hmm. I always wonder how certain authors like find their inspiration like did they see something on pinterest that made them go "Ooh, this or is it literally just they have such a beautiful imagination where they can imagine something like that being created do you know what i mean my t-shirt my ripped skinny jeans thank you thank you anna todd thank you anna todd (laughs) (laughs) the elbow the elbow okay so yeah, I definitely four out of five for me. Um, loved it. Cannot wait for the next one. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. Very excited. Um, bookends. Bookends. Don't know what we're gonna cover next week. It's always a surprise when you're on lower your volume. Um, who knows? <clears throat> who knows? So. Outside of the things that we do for the show, um, please make sure you give us a rating and review. Um, You can now do that on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Uh, That is how you get the word about the show. Leave a lovely little review for us. We would love to hear your thoughts. And um, if you have things that you want to say that would not necessarily be nice things, please email us because we would love to correct behavior in certain situations Mm -hmm. and also um, talk with you. So. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Our Patreon is lower your volume. Nope. It's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. I started saying the email. Yeah, you did um, great. You did great. And uh, there's four different tiers that you can donate at. Each tier has different things associated with it. We've got two bon- like episodes coming out on there that are exclusive to Patreon. Um, the Valentine's Day episode and then the episode Rainbow for last episode, week. we'll call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a so, tropes episode, wasn't it? It was like talking it was about tropes. To, it was supposed to be a tropes episode. It ended up being an entire conversation about guilt and her comfort. Oh my right. god, it was like it's like gatekeep girl boss guilt. Yes, novel. our fucking our fucking horseman of the apocalypse. The, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like yeah. The uh, one of them has to leave. It definitely wasn't girl boss. I think gatekeep gatekeep has got to go. Gaslight gaslight girl boss guilt grovel. That's incredible. 
You'll have to listen to it because I'm pretty yeah. sure I think we just ended up. I think we ended up taking out Girl Boss, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my turn. Um, social media. <laughs> yes, we have one of those. Um, yes, we do. They oh, are. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay. Uh, social media because I apparently blanked. We have a couple. Um. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Lower Your Volume Pod. Um, we have a Twitter account that we do nothing on. It's at Lower Pod. Uh, we also have a Facebook page that we uh, you can go like. That is Lower Your Volume Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a hold of us relatively fast, the best way yeah. to do that is through Instagram. IG, baby. That IG. Go. We literally, somebody's always on Instagram. Somebody's always on Instagram. Always on Instagram. Unless or by their hours, phone. Between the hours of like 3 a.m. and like 8 a.m., nobody's on Instagram. Roughly, within reason. Sometimes it's not the case. Um, Sometimes Madison is up till five. (laughs) I'm trying to quit that, though. You should. Yeah. Um, And then last but not least, we do have an email. And our email is loryourvolumepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you about literally anything. We love hearing theories from people. Oh, I know what you're doing. (laughs) I just took like a couple seconds of it. So you're fine. (laughs) Um, <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Uh, yeehaw. Yippee Kaye. Uh, don't forget to talk wordy to me. And go book yourself. Um, I have peed four times today and I'm about to go for my fifth. So Wonderful. On, Wonderful. All right. Good. Good. Excellent. You didn't respond to me. Party on, Wayne. And what do I say back? Party on, guard. Oh, first. Party on, guard. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, it's lost. It's lost its sparkle that time. Anyway, sorry about it. Bossa, bossa.